What's up, fam bros? This is Tatiana King-Jones, and on this episode, the Ashley Madison hackening continues. We also talk about bionic penises. And bombs in unfortunate places. Welcome to the Fan Bros, the show where the bros are fans. Daring book of mystery, champion of right, swoops out of the shadows, dark wing of the night. And welcome, Internet, to another episode of Fan Bros. The show where the bros are fans or something to that extent. It's your boy, DJ Ben Hameen, a.k.a. the Captain Kirk of the spaceship, El Diablo Abogado, Lucius Lion-O himself, here on the spaceship, the voice of the Irving Geek. And as always, I am joined by... Tatiana King-Jones, the Grand Duchess of Tech, also known as the Aflora of the Spaceship, Black Russian, Black Rogue, the Saleto Stunner, and Lambo Calrissian. And sitting in the third seat tonight, the Chico Leo at Instagram. What? what? Oh, wait shoot. a minute! Wait a minute! Hashtag Instagram with Chico Leo saying that he has an Instagram no, account. No, yeah, now? that that's that's a hashtag that has to get retired. <laughs> oh wow! wow. Yeah. So yes, the Chico Leo on Instagram and Twitter. I'm also gonna say that your new name is AKA the Whole Bloody Affair because now you got everything going on and you're bloody as hell today. What went on with you, Chico? Oh yeah, I don't know. I actually can't tell you what that is. That could be a bug bite. I, I spent it's some a bomb of the weekend. In his yeah. Oh, oh, we're getting started early. Oh, we're getting started early and in the fourth seat, joining us. Hi, I'm Ty the Robot, a.k.a. the Magical Space Negro. That's all I got. Come on. <laughs> I was expecting a new fresh from I don't, Ty that's, returning. Social media king. Stop it. Something. Um, the, the music the, the director. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I was, I was hoping oh, you wouldn't yeah. do that. Oh, yeah. The music director <laughs> The music director of the spaceship, man. Yeah. It's probably a Darkwing Duck song that's bringing in today, so... All righty. There we go. I'm jamming to Darkwing Duck as we speak here Love on it. the spaceship. That's right. It's the voice of the Urban Geek. I already said that, but F it, you know? <laughs> How's everybody doing out there today, this week? Summer's coming to a close. Thank God. Unfortunately. What do you no, mean, thank God? Yeah, I Jesus. love the summer. Yeah, man, because then it's just the winter. We still got three more weeks. There you we know, go. We still got three, three more, more weeks beautiful of summer. Weeks of summer three more weeks in New York. of sweating. I, hate, yes. I, I would rather be sweating. And in New York, I do not like New York winters. Like, real New York winters are, are not to be played with. No joke. At but, all. But first, we have the, you know, wonderfully named Indian summer, and then we have fall, and oh then we God. have autumn, and then all that to come before winter. <laughs> True Dios indeed, but mio. winter is coming. Also, coming up soon, man, some big news from Marvel this week. They kind of just dropped this on us like a bomb. Like, it was, like, out of nowhere. Yeah. Like a bomb in a vagina. Wow. <laughs> 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 I'm going to keep making that oh, reference. Oh, Lord have mercy. Maybe we'll speak Unfortunately, <laughs> I don't think it was, you know, as explosive as that would be. But no, uh, they're dropping a bunch of covers in the coming months. I think it's September. Covers mm-hmm. are all going to be featuring cosplayers and having actual pho- uh, photography of these cosplayers right. instead of the usual art on the covers. Right. Is that like a cl- including the um, hip-hop covers too? So it's like that's one variant and that's another variant? I think the September is the cosplay month and then hip-hop is in October. 
So they're oh, like, okay. you know, lining up. You know, it's fall right. season. So, this is so, all the blockbusters. Gotcha. You know, they got a Comic-Con coming up. Got to have everything ready. So, yeah, that's how it's going down. Yeah. And friend of the show, Jay Justice, will yes. be She-Hulk. Yes, I saw. And you can actually look at the photos now. If you go to Google, just check them out. It looks great. All the cosplayers, I mean, these are professional cosplayers, so everything looks awesome. They do this for, some of them do it for a living. So these outfits are just, like, incredibly well-made, really dope, high attention to detail, just excellent quality. Definitely. And uh, will Jay Justice be at the Fambro's Crossplay Cosplay Contest? Yes, we're in talks to oh, get Jay Justice. Oh, we are Justice. in talks to have Jay Justice there October 7th at Latitude. Yes. Where oh, me and we Todd and Robot were just this weekend. We were. We yeah. went from the New York Super Week Heroes Party where they were giving out they did a cosplay contest there, and they were giving out some New York Comic Con tickets as well. And yeah. some people won some tickets, maybe for all the wrong reasons, but <laughs> that's, not my, that's not my decision to make. I was just there as a spectator. But it will be your decision to make at the crossplay con- cosplay contest at Latitude. <laughs> and Latitude is a really dope spot. I'm really happy to see that. Got to check it out beforehand. It is a 21 plus event because we are in the bar, right? Oh, yes. It we damn sure. So that means we're going to be drinking. Oh, we'll be drinking. Yeah. Oh, oh most okay. definitely. I plan okay. to be lit. Wait, who's hosting it? Uh, That's still in talks right now, right? Or can we make that announcement? Should I make that announcement? Go ahead. Let them know. Um, Yeah, so the Dylan from Decepticomics is not going to be hosting the Crossplay Comics. Shut up. Contest. Shut up. No, I won't shut up because it's true. That's right. October 7th, once again. Yes. The Crossplay Cosplay Contest will be hosted by the Dylan. I was wondering, do you think we can get the Biff? To join him so we can have the Dylan and <laughs> the Bill. You just want to say his name, yo. <laughs> That's all there is right. to So we'll it. have but the Dylan, the Bill, the yeah. Chico Leo. Leo. Yeah. Boom. That's the D's. Yeah. As you the guys, three D's. As you guys know, definitely stay tuned because we're announcing more people who will be joining. So celebrity judges. Um, celebrity cosplayers. Celebrity cosplayers. More like sponsors. So that means more prizes. And yeah. Big shouts to Costume Super Center. Yeah. Who will be providing prizes for everyone attending. So get your tickets now at fanbros.com and I guess we should just you know follow up on the weekend since we're talking about the weekend SummerSlam went down how did the whole match between Green Arrow and what's his name go it was actually good and I, I personally think it was one of the best celebrity matches I've seen because typically on a celebrity match, it's either one of two things happen. If the celebrity is actually dressed up and in ring but doesn't do much, or another fighter, another person on the roster fights on their behalf. Stephen Amell, also known as Green Arrow, he went in in terms of like actually being in the ring, actually taking all the bumps, like getting you know thrown and slammed and running the ropes, and like he was actually like wrestling and and he and he did pretty good i will say that he does need to learn how to sell because uh, in terms of like when someone hits you and acting like you're actually hurt because <laughs> when people would hit him he would kind of do a dead fish thing where he just be like oh you hit me oh, oh so nothing like the rock when the rock was right like, you know how rock yeah. oversells oh it was the best so from a scale of zero to the rock steven yeah. was like, like a two, at two. Yeah. so he needs to work on that but otherwise he did really good um uh clearly neville did all the work and mm-hmm. actually but they won the match uh, neville was his partner okay they won course. against stardust and uh, king barrett these names yeah so <laughs> Cody i mean Rose green arrow this. you know yeah, yeah. i know but i'm just like <laughs> and 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 fittingly enough neville won the match using the red arrow um special moves so. oh, that's cute yeah so Aww. yeah nice. it was nice. stardust doesn't sound like a wrestler he is much, in fact <laughs> is he an elf he's gold dust brother in real life which oh is okay, yes. yeah, why which wouldn't is he be silver dust because you want to be a star because he's a cosmic 
star okay. guy. Oh, isn't it like cool. a David Bowie reference in there too? I think it is. It's a lot of stuff. Oh, like Ziggy Stardust. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 definitely is. All right. And uh, though, speaking of Green Arrow, did you get to catch the Vixen premiere? Yes. Yeah. We yes. Did. What did y'all think? Who wants to go first? Well, I I, I thought uh, I think like a lot of other people that it, you know it it could have been longer. I mean, obviously, right? So I I thought it looked good. I mean, I had the feel of the uh, the Batman animated show and a lot of the mm-hmm. shows that have since have come. I actually thought the music you could even sounded a little like the Batman animated show. My only beef is that she's outrunning the Flash for like the first minute and a half. Yeah, short and, burst. Yeah, but still, she's I thought still, that was strange. That 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 I mean that I mean it's fine. It's her show and that's cool. <laughs> yeah. But they should have they should have had like the the you know the Flash. His leg in a cast or something to, to show why <laughs> to you know. show why he's got yeah. he got beat. But well, I mean, it's the CW's Flash, so it kind of makes sense that he's not at that Flash right. yeah, speed yet. True, indeed. So he's but still growing. But is it a CW Flash when none of this stuff's supposed to cross over? Well, I guess it's TV. no, these no, it is. These this is crossover. This is the TV this is in, this is, Yes, yeah. this is in okay. that world. Yeah, yeah this okay. is definitely crossing over. So I'm I'm psyched. I like the character, and I think that uh, you know, hopefully, it'll make it from being a web series to a regular series. I just want to say one thing because you know I really like the show. I thought the animation like. Like everything looked like Young Justice. It was dope as hell. Action was dope. Everything was dope. But then I just started thinking for a second. I'm like, yo, this is—is is this the first black woman lead in a superhero? Yeah, role? I think so. Like her own in, TV show. In, yeah. yeah, TV show. Yes. Or yeah. cartoon. Vixen. Pretty much. Yeah. Right. We get Vixen. Are oh, you still saying, hung up on that? You're mad about <laughs> I it? mean, it's just a name. Like we don't get Wonder Woman. Oh, you get Wonder Woman's white, first of all. Yeah, but I mean, not, <laughs> not that we don't. You're saying. Yeah, you're we saying. don't get. You know, we get Vixen, and even in the show. Vixen's well, okay, down name on another black female character in DC. <laughs> exactly. Wow, that really is true. I'm sure hey, there must be someone. Exactly. I can wow. name five at Marvel. Right, Marvel like, is yeah. different. Wow, that's crazy. I mean, I'm not the biggest DC head, but damn it, Ty. I'm sure the comments on the SoundCloud are going to be crazy. They're going to be just point. as quiet as we are. Oh. Oh. No, I'm oh. serious. Like, if you guys can name another DC I know, like, female really character trying. who's black, I'm like, trying. go for it. Really I will do my research. Know. I will learn about well, it. Well, we're on t- Steel's no, daughter. Yeah, yeah. Steel's daughter is a Natasha Irons? Yes, Natasha Irons. There we go. She, you know, has Is she leading Lady Material? No. 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 Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, so. I guess you know. Wow. Damn, Ty. I didn't mean to shut. Well, I mean, I didn't mean to shut it down. But no, I like, no, no, no. Not even that you're shutting it down. It really adds to it because, yeah, but like, I mean. This of is the all choices we got, that, so here you of go. the choices that DC is giving <laughs> yeah. us, they're giving us Vixen, and I'm not so upset about that because I mean she's kind of low on the DC tier of characters, right. but she's no, the black it, woman. It's not, even, it's, it's not even the lower; it's just her name. You know, she's Vixen, the Vixen because that plays into the whole. And like, you know, or yeah. she could be. She well, could, what would her name? She be, could be named after. One I mean, there's of always, reindeer. But Animal Man. You know, Animal Man ain't called. His you know, name isn't that much better. No, I know. There's a lot of corny ass names in DC characters. Right? Would you rather she was Animal Woman? That'd be a whole lot worse. Yeah. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, I guess, you know, in fact, what I was bringing this up is I feel like with black heroes, it, it's kind of like you just can't win sometimes. Because it's like, you know, you get one and she's named Vixen. She's over-sexualized. And so, you, you know, I want to, yeah, and I want to be dope about it because I like it. But like I said, she's over-sexualized right away in the show. You know, they're showing her looking real sexy and what? all that. Well, there was a little bit of that. There was what? a little bit. How? Well, have you, well, what is the series when you watch the Justice League, the other animated series? Like, that's how she they always. She was much more sexualized. Right. Like, than she was shitting on in Justice League and Limited. She was, you know. Like, they had scenes of her walking out of the shower. Like, they went crazy with her over there. Yeah, so. definitely. She was involved in a love triangle on that show. So, you know, all right. Well, well I'm going to let it play out. Like I say, but I just feel like you sometimes just can't, you know, because you want to be hype about it. But like you say, you don't want to over, you know, you, I'd rather yeah. a character named Wonder, you know, something other than like. But that's, but there are none. 
And there we go. There are none. It's tight. But besides that, did you enjoy it? Oh, hell yeah. She was dope. Yeah, I loved it. I loved it. And <laughs> like, I'm with you, Chico. I felt the same way. But yeah, I, I needed I to be it. longer. It's like Young Justice. It's like I never, I needed Young Justice never end. So, yeah. Well, Young Justice got the rug pulled out from under them, which sucks. <laughs> but I mean, sucked. Uh, did anybody expect this to be like a full 22, 23 minute series on the web? No, I, I I knew that it was a web series, yeah. it, and that they were doing it in, in small chunks like that. But still, once you're watching it, you're sort of like uh, you, yeah, you yeah. get into the rhythm yeah. because it looks and sounds like Young Justice and Batman and Superman and Justice League Unlimited and all the others. You sort of are, you get into you kind of feel like well, right. that kind of right. works to their credit because it leaves you wanting like to see what happens because right. they gave you two cliffhangers in the first episode. It did, and, and they and not and only that, but in the four minutes that they had that they had, they included a lot of information. And mm-hmm. like, I think they did a great job. I'm I excited think they did a week. great job within that format. Damn, it's a I week. I still want more. Yeah, I it's not like Netflix. More. You don't get it all at once. And it's just like fan bros. You gotta wait a week for us sometimes. Yeah, but yeah. we give you like an hour. <laughs> <We're> <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> sometimes more than sometimes that. Sometimes more than that. We don't give you four minutes and say come back yeah. next right. week. Like, <laughs> Maybe we should, but for now we're gonna take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more fan bros. <laughs> This is Joe Illich, writer for Comic Book Resources. When I'm not busy writing or editing or really trying to make the world a more diverse place, I'm busy listening to Fan Bros. Welcome back, Fan Bros. It's your boy DJ Benjamin, aka Stepbrother Voodoo, here on the spaceship tonight. Why? And <laughs> why not? That's why. And of course, you know, it's time for one of my favorite segments. This week in the N-word. And that's right, this week we have a new candidate. You know, he hasn't been featured in this yet, unbelievably. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, given the life it, this it man was, it leads. It was before this, this segment was created. Though. Yeah, I know. Given the man this life leads, boy, it was bound to happen at man. some point. Given the man this life leads. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> works. The life this man. <laughs> <laughs> no. I, I lead some of that same life, as you can tell. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. But not the part involving Amber Rose. Yeah, Wiz or Wiz Khalifa's latest incident. No, yeah. I don't ride around on fake hoverboards either. First of all, it's not a freaking hoverboard it's like a baby Segway. it's 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 if you want to use a name for as a glider everyone's seen it on instagram it's it goes by a million different names yeah i heard uh some version of skateboard a something something skateboard is what most people are calling it think of self-balancing skateboard it's a self-balancing there we go it's called a self-balancing scooter slash skateboard slash whatever everyone's seen it before but anyway yes wiz khalifa was in lax and got arrested for being on his glider Wish Khalifa watched straight out of Compton one too many times Whatever. this week. But it's funny because it's also just another illustration of what everyone's been saying about, you know, police brutality and things like that. Because, let me explain, only because, first, well, first, he he was kind of disrespectful. They were like, first of all, they surrounded him. And then they were like, sir, get off of the thing. One, I don't know any rules that you can't be riding around an airport because I see everyone riding around an airport. But they told him he needed to get off. And he said no. And then. They went back and forth. He said, why? They went back and forth again. And the next video you see is of him being slammed to the ground by four four or five police officers. They're like six, really. Or more, right. Lot. And the, the telling part was when 
all five of them, whatever, kept yelling, stop resisting. And you can clearly see that Wiz Khalifa is not resisting. In didn't, fact, he, didn't he say, I'm not resisting? In fact, he said, I'm not resisting several times. And he said it like this in this particular voice. I'm not resisting, sir. Damn. Literally like that. Every time the cop says, stop resisting, he says, I'm not resisting, sir. In that same voice. Like I said, he said it multiple times, and they were still manhandling him. And... There you have it. Damn. Needless to say, at another airport, Skrillex and his team are all riding around <sighs> that girl. on the same gliders. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Ty comes in with the yes, shade. Yes, on the same gliders, and they didn't get arrested. So, yeah. That's well, you know, in the immortal words of Trick Daddy, boy, you can make a million dollars, but you Woo. still a... Woo! Yeah, so mm-hmm. sorry, Wiz, you know, because I do, I do mess with the young guy. Like, I like Wiz. I like his music, his whole style. You know, Ty whatever. doesn't. No, no, <laughs> I, I enjoy Wiz Khalifa. Okay. I was saying, I was face. thinking, like, can we get some Frambers, like, scooters? You know, we, we should. I, I know. Because they're not that expensive. They're not. That's another thing, you guys. Everyone's like, oh, there's different brands. that." I did my research. There's, yeah, they're there's super cheap. Three, there's three factories in China that do these things. And the American companies just put their stickers on it and mm. sell it for different price points. And the reason why you think it's expensive is because they only give it to Well, they sell them for like 2000 but you can honestly order one from one a distributor for like t- like $300. I was going to say wow. three, 400 Just go on Amazon, y'all. Nice. If y'all need the link to the right So if you see us in Comic-Con me. rolling around on those, don't be mad. I'm going to be rolling around. So, yeah, Tatiana will be at Comic-Con on her new tech. And I got to tell this story because I was trying out some tech this weekend. It really, it was a bad experience for me. It, it just all turned <laughs> oh, bad. No. Like, uh, they released Metal Gear on Xbox this last week for <laughs> the... um. What's it? Xbox Free with Gold. Metal Gear 5 Remastered. Yeah, so you can catch up. And it's really just like the last mission in the game you from what I understand. One? Yes, of oh. course. Yeah, he's been had okay. one. Been at an Xbox One. He got the hookup. Shout out to the grime. Word up. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm rocking on Metal Gear, and it's the last mission. And in the last mission, you rescue two people from this prison camp. I get the first person out. Little dude, you got to go back and get this girl. So I go back, get the girl. We're flying away in a helicopter. I'm really enjoying the game, first of all. Dope. You know, I don't really like, I never played that many Metal Gears, but I like the stealth, like the action. You know, you shoot up some people, you dodge some other people. <laughs> Dope mm-hmm. game. Get in the helicopter, you know, mission's all good. It cuts to a cutscene, and you realize that the woman has a bomb in her stomach. Mm. So they immediately tear it out like it's Prometheus, you know, and it's just like, it's so, just so fraud. Because, I mean, they just tear it out, you throw the bomb out. And she gets up from the thing, like, surgery ain't nothing. <laughs> Sounds graphic. Oh, it is extremely graphic. Like, I'm sitting there like, wow, this way took a turn dark real quick. You know, woman hops up from the table. is like, oh, and you're like, don't worry about it. You know, we got the bomb out already. You is solid snake. And she's like, no, there's another one. It's in my. And then she jumps out the helicopter. She has a bomb in her vagina. <laughs> <laughs> That's, pre- that's yes! sadly preferable <laughs> to the alternative. You know, it's like this. It's only- I, I only laugh because it's just wild, ridiculous. Yo, you do not understand the shock that went through my mind. I'm sitting there like, wow, like I thought the one in her stomach was a turn for the dark. And then it just like, oh, no. The that's one in the stomach should near. be bad enough. Yeah, and the, oh, no, we're going to turn it up to 10. Or I have a bomb in my brain. Wait, that so when they were enough. doing the surgery, they like she, like, okay, I'm trying to piece this together in my mind because I haven't played this game. 
So they, she says, I have a bomb in my stomach, or do they see it? No, no, no they, 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 um, they, she's lying on the, you know, in the helicopter, and they realize she has, you know, been stitched up. So throughout this entire ordeal of them getting this bomb out, no one, or she didn't say, I have a bomb there too? No, she's knocked out for the first oh. one. Oh. And then she wakes up, you know, she's knocked out for the surgery of taking What about bomb before the stomach. surgery? She couldn't say it then? Nah, she was, you know, incoherent, you know, mumbling no, a bunch of stuff. No, he just got her on the You're in a firefight, there's so a lot of things So she gets up from on. the surgery like nothing happened. Like nothing, nothing happened. happened. Yes. And, like the, and then it just. And then she reveals that. <laughs> like, <laughs> well, I mean, it's like the bomb has a perfect time or two. Okay. You know, she right. jumps out you know? and then it blows up. Yeah. All right. I'm, and this ends the game. And, you know, Maybe that this is, is why he's not a Konami anymore. I mean, I, yo, it, it made me think. I mean, I'm like, really? Like, I, I expected I would have heard of this already, you know? And it was like. Are you sure that it wasn't like she was meant to say there's a bomb in my brain or in my head or like. You're Chico. Pretty tough, but, you know, could be. Could I mean that's the only yeah no that's why that's why I was thinking like well they didn't like they're in the stomach region like they don't like tick tick they don't hear anything like nothing uh, like no signs it was ticking though like what because I mean, I'm imagining a bomb like I'm thinking like okay there's like a stick of dynamite down there like what like <laughs> like an old cartoon like, like some they, TNT they see the numbers you know yeah like, like I'm excited like, pop up it's oh. just too cartoonish like I said just either way a bomb in a vagina is not cartoonish already. No, that's what I'm talking. I, I oh. agree with you. I'm saying it's All too right. cartoonish. Oh, sorry. I'm just saying a bomb in the stomach. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. maybe you're right, Chico. Maybe we're all just twisted, and maybe it is in her brain. But right. why wouldn't she say it's in my brain? Why would she say it's in my paws and hop out the plane? Not like Wait, she has time to tell you it's in her brain. No, it's true. not that. Right, it's just like, right. no, nah, it's in my... Um, you know. So it's like, it's in my vagina. <laughs> <laughs> And she just falls out. Yeah. <laughs> and it just flows. Like, it's one of those things like Hancock again. It's like it's not even subliminal. It's just like words. Speaking of so Hancock, overt. didn't somebody go in on you on Somebody Twitter? really did yes. and tried to defend Hancock. And, I mean, they defended it well if you want to accept the fact that the black man is God and, you know, everyone else is below him. So, it's like, Ooh. either way it That worked. was also a – he really went left with that because I don't think that was the point. <laughs> Shout out to Baldhead Digital. That's yeah. Baldhead Digital, yeah. you know, fan oh, of the show. Well, with a name like that. Yeah. Um. It, I was really like, wow. I mean, that's one way to look at it. But at the same time, Baldhead Digital, all that makes it is another form of racism and separatism. Like, you know, black people should be over here and white people should be over here. Hancock. But it does, like, the whole black man is God thing doesn't work because it was him and Charlie Theron who were, like, those superpowered. So is she, God, like, are they, like, gods? Or, Lest like... we forget. Yeah, but, All right, you know, you know, you, however you want to rationalize it, you know, to make it a good movie. But to me, fuck Hancock. And, uh, wow. Even though I really enjoy, you know, the playing the Metal Gear really made me not really want to buy this new one that's about to drop. But I can't lie, that game was dope. So. Well, yeah, uh, I really don't think I can say much more about that. But, you know, since we're talking about Baldhead Digital and all of his questions, you know, I guess it's time for the guac. Did I get that right? You did. Guac segment, the geekly asked questions. Guac is extra as always. Yes. And who we got this week, Tatiana? From Twitter, we have our very own cut-and-paste artist, Mr. Morris55. Our very own pen and pixel himself. Man, this man asked Fanbro Show, Quentin Tarantino... Talked, recently talked about his love for comics in an interview. What comic series would be perfect for Tarantino to direct? A uh, hundred bullets. What's that? Um, it's a dope ass dark series. I think they're developing it for a yeah, show they, right now. Show. It was a Vertigo thing, and we tried to. Dave Johnson was the guy who did the cover. We couldn't remember. Uh, and uh, which is Tom different Hardy's than developing it, right? Right. The that's what it. it was. Yeah, Tom Hardy's gonna yeah. do oh, it. Oh, Tom. Oh, that's right. It's we really, did talk about that. It's definitely Octa. recommended. Uh, yeah. Hmm. So uh, he's also said that in the same article that he loves science fiction and would love to do science fiction, so saga. 
Saga would be fucking. Why would he be good for the first one though? A uh, hundred. Uh, oh, because it's, it's dark, like a crime, dark yeah, crime, crime thing. humor with you know, history, really dark and, and yeah. violent, and like. Why would that not be Tarantino's alley? No, that's what I mean. No, that's yeah, great. I, I, yeah. no, I was only asking because oh. I didn't know anything about it. Oh yeah, oh. no, Hundred Bullets would definitely. I'd say you know, that sounds it's like, him. It's like Pulp Fiction, you know, okay. without the like extra humor that Pulp had, you know, without like shoving um adrenaline shots into people's chest, right. Or but, dynamite up people's asses or something like that. All right, yeah. Um, I, I would say Transmetropolitan. I don't know if you oh, remember. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That would be yeah. a good one. Spider, Spider Jerusalem. Yep, right? yep, yeah. Spider Jerusalem. Yeah. Pretty much anything that's like has dark undertone, overtones, but also can have some humor in it. That's mm-hmm. that's pretty much his wave, so. Yeah, definitely. Oh, uh, what's the joint? Scalped. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. He would effing Although that kills. has very little humor in it. But, no, yes. No, it, it has its moments, though. It does have yeah, its it moments. it does. Because yeah, he yeah. could definitely go miles with the white dude who thinks he's an Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He yeah. could go. I'm on 16th Kickapoo. <laughs> yeah, he yeah, could yeah, get miles out of that. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much any property that anyone else wouldn't touch with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> put Quentin on it. There's a book by Dark Horse Comics called The Umbrella Academy. Um, I've heard of that. Yeah, it's written by Gerard Way, who's yeah, the, who's I the knew lead it. singer yep. of My Chemical Romance. And it's a really it's a really left out there book. Like it starts out with this. It's it, it's just these forty women on Earth just randomly give birth. <laughs> they have no okay. signs of pregnancy. They just randomly give birth. And these immaculate like, conception type joints. Okay. But not even immaculate. But not even that. Like no pregnancy. No. Yeah. Yeah. Immaculate conception. Yeah. Just but like not even pregnancy. Just, yeah. Though, just... There's no sign of pregnancy. Nothing. They just give birth. Wow. And oh. like the some of the kids get recruited to become superheroes. And it, it it just it just goes from there. But I think he'd be really great for that. Mm, yeah. Man. If you haven't read it, go check it out. It's called The Umbrella Academy. They're re- they're starting out their new book soon, but there are two volumes out right now. It's really, really good. I've heard I'll that is good. Out. And one last one, uh, and I know Ty would probably agree is uh Phonogram. No. No. I do I would not want Quentin Tarantino near that. But his music Absolutely not. Wow. <laughs> Also, no, his music wouldn't be wouldn't be good for that because he likes that old like spaghetti western type stuff. But then yeah, he know, likes all kinds. Of you know, he, he likes, likes all kinds. kinds but I wouldn't yeah, yeah, I wouldn't yeah. want to hear like I wouldn't want to see how Quentin Tarantino would do with the aesthetic of like what Karen Gillan. You might need a British director. That, I don't even yeah. know about a British. A Brit, well, ooh, what's the Matthew Guy Vaughn? Ritchie? No, Matthew Vaughn. Matthew Vaughn would be yeah. better. Hell yeah, Matthew Vaughn. I'd, yeah, definitely. All right, but yeah, so I would definitely like I say I think he could do Saga because of the humor in Saga and the way they talk is. You know, kind of reminiscent of him. It's you know, it has like a real modern feel to it, even though it's like out in space and everything. And I'd love to see what he does with Goose. Well, who would Samuel L. Jackson play in Saga? Because <laughs> you know he's got to be Goose. In he could play Goose. He could play Lion Cat. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Lion. Yeah. Oh, that would be great. But but he couldn't throw a motherfucker in there, so it wouldn't work. You lion motherfucker. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> Tarantino it up a little bit. So, all right, yeah, I like that question, though. You know, if anybody else has any suggestions for who Tarantino could direct, then, you know, leave them in the comments. And we're going to take a quick break right here, and we'll be right back with more Fan Bros. Yo, Chico, have you heard about Fan Bros doing those big events at New York Super Week? Yeah, I heard about that. When is that? October 5th, 6th, and 7th. All three nights? All three nights. All different events? All different events. All live? All live. Tell the people about them. Well, first up on October 5th, we got Attack of the Con, Star Wars versus Star Trek. Then October 6th, it's the Black Girl Nerds versus Fan Bros Live podcast. And on the 7th, it's the Fan Bros present the Crossplay Cosplay Contest. Crossplay Cosplay? That's right. You can find out more about that and the rest of these dope-ass events at NewYorkSuperWeek.com. Con! Thank you. 
Black Internet, it's Fan Bro Show, the voice of the urban geek. Hope you've been enjoying this show. And it's now time for what is about to be my favorite segment of the week. Because <laughs> boy, it's going to be drama filled on Tech Talk with Tatiana. And this week, the Ashley Madison saga. The hackathon continues. I like how you brought that in, like you were a real news reporter, like in this week, the Ashley Madison. You know, like you got some breaking news on. I'm it glad too. they didn't call it like Madison Gate or something no. stupid like the, that. The <laughs> hackening continues. The hackening. The oh, hackening okay. is good. Yeah. Yeah. I like that. The hackening. Yeah. So is <laughs> Wahlberg in this joint? <laughs> Are the trees going to no? no. Um. So yeah, so again, this what this twist. this thing just keeps getting worse and worse and worse. This week, the team impact, the team responsible for, or the team claiming responsibility for the hack, released another 19 gigabytes of data. They are putting in work. <laughs> I, like I said, I, I, it's countless troves of data at this point. And like I said, the first time they dumped about, they claimed they dumped about 33 million records of users, Ooh. which included. Um, partial credit card information, personal information such as email addresses, addresses. I mean, stuff that you would dox people Don't with. Cheat. So, Don't do it. I, like I said, <laughs> I, I think y'all wrong. But so originally, this all came down because Impact Team said we want you to shut down your your philandering websites. Of course, Ashley Madison ignored them. So Team Impact said we got you. So they dumped all this stuff. Like I said, there's a, been a second dump, and in this dump, it contained. All the CEO's emails. Oof. So CEO Noel, uh, Noel Biderman, all his stuff got loose. Um, not only that, now there is this big thing about p- perhaps the CTO was hacking competitors. Like I said, this is also part of the leak what? of information. They're out. competitors to Ashley Madison? You damn right. There are competitors to Ashley Madison. Yes. Ain't nobody got a monopoly on y'all. Close your damn legs. Yes. So <laughs> Keep them bombs out. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so who's the who's the competitor to Ashley Madison for the for the urban geek? Okay. Oh, I don't I don't know. I've never ventured into that area, Chico. Oh, okay. You might know better than me. <laughs> yeah. Geeksundertheseats.com. <laughs> they they also they also not just Ashley Madison, even though that's the biggest name, they also want the established men site there. I think that's the uh the, the one where the men go for the younger girls or the like what? sugar daddy type oh, thing. Oh yeah, 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 there's yeah. definitely a sugar daddy site. Yeah, 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 yeah. So like I said, this has been going crazy and then all this stuff is getting loose. This reminds me of the Sony hack, like all right. the businesses being put out there. Like people Yeah, but putting, this is so much too serious. Yeah. People being put on front street. The thing about about it that people have been trying to say is that a lot of the data is fake like some of the files you can't even open like there's a big file folder that you can't even open things huh. like that but the thing is it's not so much that it's fake people use burner accounts for things like this because even though yeah they're cheating o- uh, online they'll also use fake names fake address things like that try not to get caught right the funny thing is that some of these people, when they're signing up, they sign up on mobile devices. And many times when you, well, most times when you log into sites like this that, that use cookies or take your personal information, it logs your IP address and it also logs your GPS coordinates. Damn. So there are. Ben, so cancel your Ashley Madison. <laughs> so people, <laughs> Too late. So people may have put a lot of fake information, but then there's real location data where they are. And that location data is also included in the Jesus. dump. Like I said, this gets crazy. And like I said, it gets to the point where now there are reports of certain members of Ashley, some members of Ashley Madison actually committing suicide 
because they're being put out there I enough. Right, but we're talking like, let's get clear. We're talking about 35 million people and one or two suicides might be linked to that. I yeah. mean, yeah. that's like saying the last time I farted nine people committed suicide. <laughs> I mean, you well, know. might have happened. Well, right. regardless of whether it's one or two, a loss of life is still a loss yeah. of life. Oh, yes. So, but, but and, a and, still and, a cheater. Yeah, that too. Damn, we're moralistic <laughs> on Farnbro's Damn. I mean, come on. Like, what did they expect to happen? The, the get away with cheating they're on the yeah. internet using a paid <laughs> get away with cheating. I don't know no although I let, me, read, let me log into Ashley Madison there were on people, my cell phone yeah there were people my using their job on. like emails yeah, and whitehouse.gov and yeah. the congress Ouch. and all There's that also, and like I said this is worldwide like everybody everyone's it. been yeah. is anything known about the, the team of hackers that did this no, and nothing, and because there's nothing known, and they can't catch them, they, Ashley Mansion's actually offering a five hundred thousand dollar reward. That's not oh, a yeah, lot of money. Yeah, they're gonna have not to up that to like five hundred million. <laughs> yeah. No, seriously, like compared no. to what what they're doing, like five hundred thousand. No, is seriously, nothing. compared no. to what they're doing, Hell, they, they no, need to pennies. at least be one milli. But yeah. anyway. I kind of hope it's like a team of like angry women who are like, "Fuck the site." <laughs> <laughs> like learn to hack. Just yeah, to do yeah. This. <laughs> that'd yeah. be the best. It's it's the white robot. Like Miss like Miss Robot. They're gonna need to raise that reward to something better than that because they're already facing multiple class action lawsuits from people in um, like Mississippi, New York, like a whole bunch of uh, against Ashley Madison. Against Ashley okay. Madison, and the lawsuits are totaling up to almost well more than half a billion dollars Oof. at this point. And they keep coming in. They keep whoever on. started this. I'm you know I'm not sorry, but damn. <laughs> like I, uh, yo ass shouldn't have been cheating. How yeah. about that? Like once again, Ashley Madison is like geared towards people who are married or in relationships that want to cheat. Their tagline is "Life is short, have an affair." Yeah, well, now life is short, and they're gonna have to pay that bill, right? Mm -hmm. Half a billion. <laughs> for those switching gears, sorry, but for those who have purchased an iPhone six plus between September twenty fourteen and January twenty fifteen, you may have had a bad camera. Some people have come. A lot of people actually have been complaining of their cameras taking blurry pictures. Well. Apple is trying not to call it a recall, but they're saying that if you go into one of their stores or one of their authorized retailers, they will replace your camera for you. So if you have a bum uh, iPhone 6 Plus, you can return it. Okay, but I have a bum iPhone bang. 5S. Can Boy, I... bad. They're not here but for that. I want a 6 Plus. <laughs> no. But I want not, no. I mean, the lesson there free. is never buy anything from Apple right when it comes out. Like, there's always the first, There's especially with the iPhones, I feel like almost every time yeah. there's been some sort of issue with something. It's As not I, just They I, get too hot yeah. or the, this doesn't work. But it's not just iPhone. Work, it's technology or... in general. I try to teach people, when new, I know you want the new hotness, but please, let let that cook for at least a month. Don't get the, if you can, if you can Even avoid being a new like, hotness, just avoid the first shipment because the first shipment tends to have a lot of bugs. And right. it's not, personally, it's not worth it because that's going to be something a lot of people are going to be stuck with for at least a year or two. So just, just hold off a minute. Um, big news for gamers. Tomorrow, which is what, August 26th. No, wait, yeah. Yeah, so. August 26th. Um, YouTube is launching their gaming channel. So they're a direct competitor to Twitch. Um, they're going to be having, they said, at least 25,000 branded channels just for certain games. So, like, go ahead. No, I'm just listening. Oh, so you'll get to see. So just like with Twitch, how you'll be able to see live, people playing live. You get to watch their stream. Don't they already do live you plays do, on YouTube, though? Or they, yeah, like... people do that on their own, but this is the first, like, gaming-branded okay. part of the site. So, like, all the stuff is going to be there. It's going to be a front-page thing. So you all gamers get to be so involved So Fan Bros. In Games coming up? Hmm? Well, why not? Why not? Yep. Yeah, we never got I'm our Twitch it. off the ground, so might as well, you know, stay with the winners. Yeah. And <laughs> 
And I'm sorry, YouTube is the winner. It's like <laughs> yeah, that, that, that goes without saying. Sorry, Twitch. I mean, that is Google. Technically, a, why didn't they just so. buy Twitch? They actually tried. Oh. They lost. So oh. Amazon won. The, uh, Twitch is on my Amazon. Uh, yeah, not, not a lot of people don't know that, but yeah. Oh. <laughs> no, it's get it's, with the winning team. We're going to YouTube. Yes, <laughs> get the with story. the winning team, ho. Um, <laughs> and finally, Chico, this is actually akin to something you've said a few months ago. Right, so, um, apparently, an Edinburgh, Scotland man named Mohammed Abad, um, he was six years old when he got involved in a horrific car accident, and. Pretty much it was so horrific that it actually cut his manhood off. Oh, no. It's been a really disrespectful episode to genitalia in general. Yeah. Well, and not all of well, it. Well, at least we're keeping right. it equal now. Wait, who's genitalia? I don't know her. What? what? <laughs> I'm kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> so not all, well, not all of it, but, but like his left testicle and like some of his Okay, specifics. Guy. We don't need them. Well. The Wait, u- so he didn't lose his actual... Uh, listen, it was it was enough where this guy is going. Well, has, Chico, he can't have sex. Yeah, I got, that's well, it. That's it. This guy received a by the world's first successful transplant of a bionic penis. Wait, it's but not what about that Asian dude from like three months ago? Well, I don't that know. That penis wasn't bionic, but he got an actual right. transplant. But, but there's a difference between Wait, a, what's a bionic penis? Well, there's a difference between a natural. <laughs> there's a difference between a natural penis and a bionic penis. Right. So the University of London team, they said they. I, I they, don't they, think he gets tired as quickly. <laughs> you'll see. The university. Um, so the team that did this was uh, part of the University of Is London. Poor music, like. Sorry. Let it finish. That's it. <laughs> they spent three years crafting a new eight-inch penis. Wow. <laughs> Most impressive. Most impressive. <laughs> Most impressive. They were like, okay, we know you don't have one, so we're yeah. going to give you like. <laughs> I mean, and, and it's we're bionic. Not, we're not going to give I you mean, the, and it's we're bionic. We're not going to give you the starter pack. We're going to suck yeah, you up like, was, no. yeah. I thought that She'll was, be happy. Make up for lost time. Nice. <laughs> that was very giving of them to yeah, give them like, an eight-inch one. Um, they 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 crafted it out of skin grafts, um, crafted from his forearm, and the reason why it's bionic is it becomes erect by mechanically pumping fluid into it. Oh, so he can just whenever he's ready, just like <laughs> pretty much. Man, it's kind of like, it's kind of like press. I, I don't know for sure, but it's kind of like press the button. There you go. Does it have like? Did they attach nerve endings? Can he feel anything? Oh wait, I'm right. There is actually an on button. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> I don't want to know where it's located. Oh gosh, so he undergone two surgeries. Um, that lasted 11 hours, and um, he is, like I said, he's, I forgot how old he is, but yeah. So is he's, he old enough to handle this? He's apparently old enough to handle because he wants to start a family. Oh, God. So he's going to start a family. <laughs> and actually, uh, Chico, like I said, I don't know, like we talked about, the guy, you mentioned a guy in China, but apparently the, the, the official one was a guy in South Africa, 21-year-old, who got the first natural penis implant. Right. Transplant, sorry, so. Wow, yeah. Lots Amber's of, keeping yeah. you updated on all the bionic things <laughs> in the world. No, but the bionic, this is new. I mean, you know. I, yeah, Chica. Yeah, I don't know. But, yeah, so that's tech news with Tatiana. Amazing. Well, you know, another dick news this week. Uh, <laughs> I saw this uh, oh, short film that showed uh, Karate Kid is actually the villain of his own movie, uh, the Ralph... Um, Ralph Macchio? Macchio, 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 whatever. I, I pronounce it Macchio, whatever. Yeah, um, it, was a, it was funny. It's a short film on YouTube, and they really just show you that he is more of a psychopath than if you take it that way. You know, it's one what? of those things where it's like, you know, he doesn't really, like, he, like, Johnny, his nemesis, doesn't really do too much 
to him to uh, you know to warrant the ass to warrant the ass that Danny lays out on him, his boys, everybody evolved. So it was kind of a rethinking of it, like yeah. a retelling of the story. And it was that. funny though because I watched it and I was like, okay, that's cool. But it's funny because this has been trending all over the web this week, and people have done this before. Like it's like this guy's YouTube video got popular, but I see that there's mad YouTube oh, yeah, videos. Oh people do that all the time. They'll take like a movie and like t- put a spin on it. Like. But mm. mad about Karate Kid. This was a whole running thing in uh, How I Met Your Mother, and they actually brought ah, the Johnny okay. actor in. Was actually in several. Like he shows up at Barney's bachelor party <laughs> and stuff like that. And so it's constantly referred to that he views the movie as Johnny as the hero. Yeah, and it, it's the, funny. I didn't really you the know villain. ever think of it that way you know because i grew up you know wanting to be danny obviously yeah Yeah, but you know when you look at it danny is like he's a little crazy you know he goes back for revenge he goes to train to get more revenge just like danny really wants to whoop that he takes the dude's girl yeah takes the dude's girl does everything bad sounds like he's a dick yeah he definitely is and not even a bionic one um (laughs) (laughs) see how i set that up for you yeah thank you sir and then boom out of here uh, also in Out of Here News, I read this story about how Eddie Murphy could have been in Star Trek Four. <laughs> As what? It, he would have played. As what? He would have not. He wouldn't have been the love interest, but the woman who was well, the black man can't the, be the love interest. No, obviously not. But the woman who was the love interest of um, Captain Kirk in Four when they go into the past and they're trying to get the whales, right? And, yeah, and yeah, the yeah, yeah. Or whatever. Movie, yeah. yeah, that role would have been different, and it would have been played by Eddie Murphy. Oh wow! Yeah, the main like person they connect with in the past would have been Eddie Murphy. No. Well, obviously Eddie Murphy couldn't see him doing it either, and you know it didn't happen. But that, that can't be. That that definitely is interesting. You know, out of all the things I've heard, like Eddie Murphy in a Star Trek film, that would be something right there, boy. But you know what is going to be something? What's that? The Star Trek versus Star Wars debate. Oh Lord! At New York Super Week. Yes, that's right. Featuring Gene Gray, Quelle Chris, Pete Rock, Whoa, and Pharaoh Munch. And more to be announced later. And more to be announced later. Some people who actually support Star Trek. Yeah, we got to get in touch with Whoopi Goldberg. Doesn't she live in New York? She played Guinan on Guys, Star Trek: The Next Generation. I mean, there we go. You know, I'm Whoopi a hats girl. Let's see if she show up. That's yeah, right. Whoopi would definitely help. You know, who knows? Maybe she show up with the hat too. Absolutely, Star Wars fan. Oh, that'd be so effed up. <laughs> Whoopi Goldberg, I guarantee you Whoopi Goldberg is a Star Wars No, fan. she was on the, you know, Star Trek. I a mean, she's got to that, represent. She has a, She could be a fan, but she still has to represent. Like she, like yeah. you said, she was on it. I'd be pretty sad if she didn't represent. Yeah. But word up, you heard those names. It's going to be crazy, so get your tickets now. You can get them at fanbros.com. It is, yeah, man, that joint is going <laughs> to be something serious now I, I see this other news over here and i just cannot believe this i mean i knew it was happening but independence day finished filming yes the independence day reboot sequel whatever you want to call it independence day resurgence it has finished filming literally everyone except for will smith returned for this filming oh so wait even gold bloom gold bloom too vivica vivica too wow everybody pullman pullman too wow everybody and i say like, i mean they just finished filming it's like a, I, I've seen nothing from the set. No, I, I don't know anything that's good. about it. That's yeah. But I know that well, she goes like, lame. He doesn't like want to see Although I don't care about anything. Independence Day. Either <laughs> yeah, way, but, I don't you know. think you should. No, but yeah, I mean, it's you know, coming in under the radar is the way to do it. Uh, hopefully, because you know, uh, we'll see. Coming we'll in see. under the radar with your bionic penis is the way to do it, <laughs> and your bombed vagina. 
Yes. Oh, we God. gotta say this every five minutes on the show. <laughs> because listen, like, think about that: a bomb in your vagina and a bionic penis. Like, it's, it's like a match made in heaven. Yeah, I knew it. Took the words out of my mouth. But Ben, just to help run down the names: um, Bill Pullman, Vivica Fox, Jeff Goldblum, Judd Hirsch, and Brent Spiner. So data, it will also be there. Remember Brent Spiner? He yeah, actually he's got the old man but scientist. We, well, I thought he died, but I guess not. Maybe he'll be bionic. Cause remember he got at the in the original Independence Day he got he got um choked up by the um yeah. Yeah, by, by the, the alien. alien he got used as a talking machine right. by the alien right so <laughs> maybe it'll be it'll be his clone or they'll have his brain in a jar or one of those types of things yes. why not who knows um, the new people on it are Joey King from The Conjuring Micah Monroe from It Follows Liam Hemsworth from The Hunger Games and he plays Gail uh, Charlotte Gainsbourg Gail oh I hate her. <laughs> And, oh, Damn. oh, you know no, her? she's she's in a bunch of Lars von Trier. Yeah, she's in she's Nymphomaniac. She's always playing like some like willowy and, like and sad Nymphomaniac um, or Nymphomania. Yeah, Nymphomania. She's in Nymphomaniac. She's in um uh, Melancholia. She's I like in Melancholia. Antichrist, which is actually a really good film. I have I'm unable to watch Antichrist. Why doesn't it open up with some guy like cutting off his his? No, penis? the movie opens up with a sex scene between Willem Dafoe and Charlie right, Angel, and, and he is <laughs> he is giving it to her. Right, but uh, <laughs> and they're really doing it supposedly. No, they're not really doing it. It's a whatever, but. I mean, like, uh, well, you know what? Let's move on. Let's just move on. <laughs> the, short, the short version of that is go see Lars von Trier's films. They're, they'll, they'll change your life. All righty. Now, it sounds like they will. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know how we're going to go from that into Comics I Cops. Oh, wow. Sneak <laughs> attack. <laughs> I figure it's about that time. And, uh, well, actually, you know, this doesn't really relate at all. But the good comic guy that came out this week is Secret Love. I mean, there is bion- there is a bionic woman in it. You know, it's it's close. Almost is this there. related to Secret Wars? Yes, it's actually related oh, to Secret okay. Wars. Yeah, right. Secret Love. It's uh, one of the crossover series that Marvel's been putting out. A lot of people have been oh, raving about it. Oh, that's the one with the Lichtenstein it. cover. Yes, okay. there it is. And a lot of people have been raving about it. And I really read it earlier today, and I enjoyed the shit out of it. Like, I can't lie. Like, I see why people have been raving about it. There's a really dope uh, Danny... Danny Rand and a Misty Knight story, you know, Iron mm-hmm. Fist and a Misty Knight. Yeah, a really dope story where it really shows them, you know, just as a couple in love. It's like the secret love, you know, it is what it is. It's like love stories that are happening, you know, during this whole big Secret Wars crossover. So it's a bunch of random ass stories. There's one by uh, butchering his name, Michelle Fief, maybe. You know, who uh, <laughs> d- who did uh, Copra, this book that was put out by Bergen Street Comics. He's like an artist who writes and draws all his own stuff. And so Marvel gave him a shot on this book. So check it out. I really liked it. The new phonogram came out. Mm. Ty. Is here. What's up? I know, <laughs> you, I, I know you got an opinion on it. Oh, I'm, yeah. I mean, I've been, I've, I, I've been looking forward to phonograms since... What's in the year? 2015. Um, I picked up my first phonogram book in 2009. So, yeah, like six years. So, wow. like, it's been a long time looking forward to this. And they announced Photogram 3 in 2000, I want to say 13? So, it got delayed forever and ever. Yeah. That was before I read any of them. I read it all last year. I so. read the first, I read my, oh, I, the book came out in, like, 2006. Yeah. So, it's, like, long time coming. But uh, it's really, it was, mm. yeah. No, I liked it. I liked it a lot. I think that the fo- changing the focus from the central characters that they've established it's it's a little jarring because I don't really care about Emily like that. Yeah. But I'm excited to see where this is. And the focus isn't so much on music because her inspiration is videos. Mm. So you have this, her whole magic is based on music videos. And it starts out with that, uh, what's the, what, I don't know the name of the video. Uh, Aha, Take On Me. Yeah, uh, that, it, the focus oh. is that. Because yeah. that's like, 
she because her whole thing is like oh me, like there's power in music videos and how they affect your life and how they affect your perspective and for her how they affect how she presents herself that's her magic so she kind of traded her younger her a younger version of herself for this new one where she's all amped up and super sexualized and curvy and busty and now she's like i guess having to figure out like how does that play out like all these years later when you know she's older and she has to like you know grow up mm-hmm. so did you enjoy it did yeah, no, it? I definitely did. And, I mean, for people who are like, what the fuck is Todd talking about right Sorry, now? Sorry, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah, No, I mean, it's just one of those things you got to explain real quick. Phonogram is a book by McKelvey Gillen. I'm wow, good. okay. It's Jamie. like Kieran Gillen and Jamie McKelvey. Yeah. There we go. And uh, <laughs> Will, and, and um, Color and Matt Wilson. Don't forget mm-hmm. him because the colors are amazing. And this is the third in a series. Like, they had a graphic novel, two graphic novels. The first one is kind of, like, autobiographical for Kieran Gillen. Yeah, they don't even recommend it that much. I actually really love that one. I like the second one. I've read the second one on your guys' The second one is really, really good. The second one is fire. But it's about a bunch of magicians who use music for their magic. And so it really, I mean, there's a lot more to it than that. Yeah, but that's just a, let's just keep it really. I'll basic. keep it. I'll I'll leave the mystery. Yeah, but definitely. Like. There's a lot more to it than that. But it's a really the second trade. Todd, I love the first one. I love just you know anything these guys. Do. I mean, I love the first one, but the second one is so much better. Yeah, definitely. The second one is when they are firing on all cylinders, and the third one so far it's starting off. It's the first book. It's kind of like my other books. I want to talk about real quick. Uh, mm-hmm. Rat Queens and Manifest Destiny are two books that I really like, but I can't recommend buying them single issues. They're just they're, no, they're better. Yeah, they're better suited for trade. The latest two issues came out this week, but and the hardcover for Ratqueeds is coming out. If you order it on oh, Amazon, dope. you get twenty percent off. Oh, it's dope. got the first ten issues. I'm actually I'm, I'm going to order it when I order my my Black Panther. Also, nice, nice yeah. segue there. Yeah, because like I say, I would def- definitely recommend that. That is a dope buy because the first ten issues were a really dope story overall. But like I say, it's one of those books that just as single issues. Uh, I don't know. It's more suited to trade, in my opinion. But Rat Queens is a great book, and 20% off Amazon is a great deal on a hardcover. So cop that joint. And that's it for Comics I Copped. So in some other news related to comics, though, it seems like Marvel is trying to move forward with this movie about Blade's daughter, Fallon Gray. Fallon Gray, yes. So... Uh, like I said, with this resurgence, like they're in I talks. I even butcher fake people. <laughs> <laughs> like you said, like you, we we talked about this earlier. They're they're in talks with Wesley Snipes to reprise his role as Blade, but they're also thinking about um, developing a movie based solely on his daughter. Apparently, they had this idea for a while now, but now they're actually just jumping on it to actually get the wheels moving. Um, we of course don't really know if it's going to end up being a full fledged film because it may end up being like a TV series, or better yet, maybe a Netflix series. Because as we've seen from Daredevil, uh, like the darker tones actually, uh, darker tone properties actually work well on Netflix because you can do that. Whereas the MCU, it's a little bit more lighthearted, more family oriented. So they might keep that off of that. But yeah. but what do you think about that? Uh, I think it's, this is so funny to me that I'm actually clueless about him even having a daughter. I'm not sure if this has been in the comics for a long time or just something brand new. But, you know, it lost me on that one. But, yeah, I think that would be a dope idea just to see, like, you know, Blade, just to see Wesley back in the role for one. And yeah. then to see not not have him try and still do the same thing that he did for three movies already. Right, right. You know, like, that's trying to, uh, who needs that? Like, if you get a good kick-ass young daughter and still have Blade kicking ass, because Wesley can still whoop ass. Like, he still can, Don't get yeah. it twisted. Wesley can still whoop some ass. But 
I just don't want to see Blade Four. You know, I want to see something. What are you basing different. that on? I mean, we haven't seen him in quite a while. Like, no, I mean, Wesley's a black belt, man. You know, any other right. prison. No, he's still, right. he's still good. He's still action Cause, hero. Because I feel he's like good. this trope of, of throwing kids from out of nowhere with these heroes is the new thing. I mean, like, they did it in that in that whack Indiana Jones movie, you know, with the crystal skull. Yep. They're doing it with Han and somebody, apparently, in the new Star Wars movie, Han and Leia, or Han and somebody are having a child. Perhaps. With that. Right. Well, they, it was in the comic, wasn't it? Where, no. Oh, no, no, no. His wife showed up his, right yeah his former wife well my point is i think like as people get older that's this is the new thing i mean they're just gonna throw kids who literally have never existed they're gonna retcon them in as you know be, and i just think it's we're gonna see more and more of it in the next you know five ten years i mean that's why they thought of it with uh scott lang in i mean Ant-Man, you've been seeing this know. since uh the cosby Wait, show what? when they Threw mm-hmm. in that's the, true. When they I mean, threw in a, when Olivia showed Olivia up, Olivia showed up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's like they, they do that to kid. they do that when they think they need to spice stuff up yeah. or just change the direction. Well, no, bit. and also when they know their main hero is going to be too old. I yeah. mean, like yeah. you know, eventually Wesley Snipes will not. I mean, whether he can or can't kick ass now, I think it's great. I mean, yeah. I think getting a you know another female Marvel hero yeah. or anti-hero in there and getting some youth in there and. Uh, you know, provide Wesley with a nice exit. And since you know? a lot of us don't know who Fallon Gray is, um, Blade comic book writer Tim Seeley explains she's sort of an anti-Peter Parker. She's popular, she's well-liked, and it seems like the world is her oyster. <laughs> so she's a bad bitch. But <laughs> but the expectations that come with being so damn perfect are starting to break her down, and that's before she learns she's the heir to a day-walking, monster-stabbing empire. Hmm. So this sounds like Buffy the Vampire Slayer. Yeah. And, you know, Marvel, I mean, Marvel loves But with money. a black girl. Yeah, I can see it. You know, it's been like 20 years since Buffy right now, right? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Why not? You know, get that And longer Marvel. since the movie. No, I mean, that's what yeah, I mean. Yeah, it sounds yeah. more like the movie than the TV that's show. That's true. It's been like 30 since that movie. Speaking of old movies, I caught a second of Weekend and Burners the other day. And Jesus Christ, yo, how did that movie, I mean, I know it was the 80s, right? But like, how did that ever pass muster? Like, this dude would have stunk after like five minutes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I totally don't understand the the Weekend and Burners. That's that's one of those things that, yeah, I mean, it just makes the whole decade look bad. <laughs> it's like there was a lot of cocaine. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of things that make the 80s look pretty bad. <laughs> and that's one of them, though. Yeah. That is up there. Like, I was really like, yo, I, saw, I paid money to see this in the theaters, B. Oh, shit, man. It was a bad time. A lot of cocaine going on around there. <laughs> According to Just Bay, a lot of crack smoke. Lots of crack smoke. <laughs> a lot of crack smoke. I might have, I might have caught a, you know, oh, a contact. Did that come that out one. the same year as Soul Man? Oh, I never saw that, so I wouldn't know. <laughs> okay. I'm bad Meanwhile. <laughs> oh, man. In something that was almost a bad 80s movie, uh, Fear the Walking Dead debuted this weekend and unfortunately for LYC who was saying that the ratings were not gonna hit that joint made 10 million viewers really yeah 10.1 yeah. million viewers to be the highest cable premiere in of all time somebody's getting paid of so, all time. Uh, Robert Kirkman as Get usual money, is getting paid boy big money Bob is, is cashing yet another check. Barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I just felt like they knew that everyone was going to watch, and they knew that everyone was, so they, they actually didn't, I mean, they had, you know, just a lot of people walking around and, and very little zombie action because everyone's going to come back. I mean, you, you've, you know, you could listen to Ella and Chico Leo diss it on special delivery, but I, you know, disagree. Like a I say, A lot of people it's, liked it. It's the pilot episode. It needs to breathe. I have some questions about it. Like, are there, are there going to be Walking Dead actors who have, who are no. all? No. 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 
this is completely separate. Totally different. This no, is... I mean, like, but in the in the future, like, are there going to be actors who have been on the show, like, pop up, just like now with no. the ratings at ten million? No. I don't think so. Well, no, no and also just because it's it's you in know, L.A. It's in L.A. and the other uh, ones in, yeah. in, in outside in, Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. it'd be kind of tough. And I mean, there's certain characters like Abraham who you don't know where he came from, so maybe, but. No, even he was with Eugene, and they were yeah, they were in Texas. Yeah, yeah, so nah, I doubt I it. I mean, I, I would recommend for our listeners in California to watch it because as your state loses water, I do think <laughs> that you know this is going to be a really good how-to guide. That was so rude for for everyone out there on the so West Coast. So nasty and so rude, Chico. Cold-blooded. And uh, in some news that I'm actually quite happy about, ABC has ordered a pilot for a Mockingbird series, Marvel's Most Wanted. Oh, that went through? Yes, well, the pilot. It's doing the pilot right now. So Because it actually got, they canned it like a couple months ago, but now they say they have a fresh take on the idea and they're going to pilot with it. And uh, Miss Paliki, I hope I didn't Adrian. Maliki, whatever Her from, the, from the aborted uh, Wonder Woman pilot. Yeah, Adrian Paliki. Oh yeah, I like her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So hopefully that does go to pilot, because yeah, any any. I mean, people have been saying she's been the best part of Shield. You know, her and her relationship with um. Whatever his name. I disagree that her relationship was a, like a big focus or a big like a big Just hit. The, but banter. I think her like a part of the show is yeah, a really definitely. good thing. Specifically with the way that this last season ended, like it really like left her story open. Mm-hmm. So if she left the show to do like to be to be on her own, makes sense. But if she came back, like that makes sense too. And it would. All, I, I don't know. Like my one thing about this is because she's like one of my favorite parts of the show. It's like if they take her away from Shield, what's left? Oh, there's still plenty of reasons for me to like for me to watch. Like I'm really interested what they're doing with May because she's not a part of S.H.I.E.L.D. anymore. Yeah. But she's still a part of the show. So I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, well, girl, what you doing? Like, True. And they've actually got the, in- they've like really pushing the Inhumans this season now and the Secret Warriors are going to be part of the show. So, so there's so a it, lot to come back so to for season three. So it could stand on its own. Yeah. Without the, yeah. So, I mean, it could work for Marvel. So we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. Because I've definitely, you know, I like, you know, like you said, I enjoyed S.H.I.E.L.D. I, I mean, that's like the greatest come up from a first season to a second season. Right? Ever. Like yeah. season three was like, God damn, yeah. y'all just was well this season two. No, that's season two. That was okay. season two. Season right. two was season, like, yeah, yeah, y'all actually have a real show on your hands. They now. really got it. Well, I think the big thing with that was just Captain America. Like that saved that show. Definitely damn sure did. Because after that it was turn up. Like after that it's been great. But before that it was woo. And Ben, I mean, I know you don't care about this, but <laughs> for the Gambit movie, they did offer the role of one of the opposite roles to Channing Tatum. Um, the role is for Belladonna Boudreaux. Uh, they are offering it to now. Like I said, offer. They're offering to Leia Sado. Did she audition? Uh, yeah. Okay. So they're offering to Leia Sado for um, she's known. She had a supporting role in Mich- uh, Mission Impossible: Ghost Protocol, and she's on the upcoming Bond Bond film Spectre. She's the Bond girl. Oh, dope. Um, Gambit. Is I thought Monica Bellucci was the Bond girl because she's and they were saying Monica There's Bellucci. There's a couple Bond girls. Yeah, is yeah. the first over fifty Bond Bond girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, Gambit is looking to have a hundred fifty million dollar budget. Isn't that kind wow. of a step down for her to go to Gambit after the being in a Bond film? Well, Bond films coming out now, so oh, well, I mean, I mean it's going to be be coming out. I mean, my thing is all this, you, you film stuff at different times, and why would that be a step down? It's still a Marvel film. She, you she, don't know. It's still Marvel. I just want to also point out, sorry, it's a Fox yeah, Marvel it's a Fox film, Marvel and honestly, film. nobody's really like excited for it. Yeah, but it's also Channing Tatum. For the main, I, I like Channing. Say, I actually main, really like Channing Tatum. I like her. Well, let's, well, let's, well, let's back up. It's not that no one's excited. Maybe no one who is in the know when it comes That's to true. comics and stuff isn't excited. But the mainstream yeah, is definitely high, excited, especially yeah. Channing Tatum. Yeah. No, Granted, mainstream may not know who Gambit is, but guy. Channing Tatum. <laughs> that dude's always yeah, excited. That's, that's one thing I think we also have to remember. We we can't always look at it under the lens of being a fan, bro. True. Oh, no. As soon so, as they said him, that was like right. $3 million, $300 million movie, you know. Yeah. 
all yeah. the money, you know. Yeah, yeah. like I said, one hundred fifty dollars. Also, we have one hundred fifty million like, budget. So. We've seen zero like from like anything from this movie yet, so I could be totally wrong. Yeah, true indeed. It, I, I mean, my thing is like, my concern is his accent uh, and all that ooh, stuff. Yeah, I have right. a big concern. He's probably that. in elocution lessons right now. I'm just concerned because damn it, and the fact that they're going this route that means they're going with the whole uh, guild of assassins. They and are right. Guild of thieves. Yeah, because they're probably gonna do that whole Shakespeare. Oh my god, Dambit has like the worst backstory. So it's like if they really it's very daytime. Soap opera. Yeah. It is very daytime soap opera. So, so who knows? Uh, we'll see. Yeah, I'm sure there'll be a lot of moncheries in this. Then listen, like I said, it's like, <laughs> I don't like he had the athleticism now. I don't care about that. It's it's that voice. There's gonna be a montage of Gambit like with a bunch of different women like coming in and out of his home. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Another Mon one. Ami. <laughs> Mon ami. All right. Yes. And now it's time for everybody's third favorite. Segment of the week. You always downgrade yourself, but well, I don't know. All right. <laughs> What's the segment called? Yeah. What? It, well, so it's Chico's, it's Chico's pick, of the, pick of, the of the week. Okay. Yeah. It originally what, but it still mostly comes from the same place. <laughs> so uh, <laughs> this week uh, we're gonna go with a uh, with a documentary available to certainly everyone in the U.S. on uh, our number one streaming platform. All right. Uh, no, no, which is about um, Doc Ellis. Who was a pitcher uh, through the in the sixties and seventies? Yes. So he basically <laughs> is the only pitcher who has pitched a no hitter uh, on LSD. He was tripping on LSD. He actually t- uh, pitched a perfect game uh, or a no hitter. But you know, basically, you know, he struck everyone out. The thing is, I thought that was uh, what the movie was about. The movie was much more than that, and uh, I definitely highly recommend it because it definitely you don't see a lot about the sports figures taking you know role in like civil rights and political stuff, and and because baseball is. Uh, I don't know if baseball is old enough or young enough or whatever, but they definitely have players uh, from the previous generation. So we're talking about guys who played in the 50s and 60s, as well as guys who played in the 60s and 70s, talking about because, you know, there were no black players in Major League Baseball before, you know, Jackie Robinson joined. So, like, the the, the basically... It, it leads up to an all-star game where both pitchers are going to be black, and that was the first time that happened. And so it, there's just a lot of really great historical and sports history and political stuff beyond the fact that the guy pitched a no-hitter on LSD. No, definitely. I've actually seen the documentary on that uh, streaming service, and it's really good. It's a really good documentary. And I like because, I mean, it's also you know one of those kind of heartfelt and sad ones because not everything went great for right. him all the time. So. You know, it's got its tear-jerking, thud-tears moments, but it's definitely a really... I love a good documentary. Yeah. And it's a really well-done documentary. No, no, right? Yeah, exactly. Yep, definitely. Check it out. Dope pick. It's on Netflix, you said? Yes, uh, it is. It is. He on didn't Netflix. say, I didn't but yeah. Say. <laughs> but it's oh, the, it's no. on. It's on a streaming service. No, yeah, so you know, it, it's one that those, we can use that rhymes with the um, it, checks mix. It's one checks. of those things, though, that wait. Like a lot of people do a whole bunch of great things, and then like they they just get you know known for one footnote. Yeah. And here's a guy who definitely deserves to be known for much more than pitching a no hitter on LSD. I just want to throw in there. It's like Ray yeah. Parker Jr. is only known for the Ghostbusters theme, stealing he, it. He no, but he was an awesome. I mean, he basically. Basically played guitar on every great Stevie Wonder album. He was like a huge session guitarist in the seventies. Oh, well, so I'm just saying. That, I feel bad for him, but he also stole that from uh, Huey Lewis in the news. 
Oh, oh my God! Yeah. Wow! Yeah, no. I, I know like that. I like yeah. going to bat for Huey Lewis in the news. Yeah, yeah. yeah. our producer yeah. is saying no. So. Yeah. Oh yeah, he yes he did. And right. Ray is admitting. Anyway, uh, I was anyway. just gonna say all these people who get you get known for one little thing, and you know it turns out you've done like ten other dope things, and that was I mean I found a lot Huey more Lewis about that. Huey Lewis and the news ish too. So, yes, yeah, that's right. You, you an American I psycho? I will go to the bat for them, boy, any <laughs> day. It, sledgehammer. Oh, that's another. Dude. Yeah, that's Peter Gabriel. <laughs> I'm on a new drug. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. Power of love. That's right. Yeah. Right, come on, man. Back in Gotta time. Gotta go back in time. There we go. <laughs> you, can, you can sample that if you want. No, thank you. So after we go back like Huey Lewis in the news, we'll be right back after this break. This is Dylan Stevenson, a member of the Decepticomics. And when I'm not self-depreciating myself horribly, I'm listening to the Fan Bros. trailer out right now for this film called Raising Dion and it focuses on a young New Yorker named Nicole who has a seven-year-old child. Um, they're both black and the kid, the boy, he actually ends up having superpowers. So the story actually follows how the mother who does, has no superpowers, she just has her regular mom powers, how she <laughs> actually takes care of her son, how she helps him through this transition because he's only seven years old. Um, of course, there's no details on what power he has, but the cool thing about it is that this was created by Dennis Liu, who um, he's in the Directors Guild of America. He's a union director, and he wanted to create a story that not just focused on minorities and superheroes and stuff like that, but saw like let you see the dynamic between a mother and a son. And like I said, this is this is comic book. It's, it's kind of a comic book feel to it. And the cool thing about it is also kind of a comic within a comic because. As you're watching watching this, you also see the mother actually draw comic books to teach her son oh. how to use his powers. So I'm actually really excited about this. I, ha I had no That's idea. That's a really cool premise. You don't see a right. lot of stories where the mother-son dynamic is like the focus. Never. And, and you, usually it's always like the, the parents are dead or something happens. Well, so the daddy ain't there. Single mom. A single mom, yes. So I, I, I just thought it was really good to look at. Um, so definitely be on the lookout for it. Again, it's called Raising Dion. You can see the trailer on YouTube now. And I hope to hear a lot more about it. I hope it actually expands into something bigger. Dope, dope. I also want to give a quick shout out to uh, Daniel Jose Older. Yes. I'm almost finished with Shadow Shaper, <laughs> and I've really been enjoying it. Oh, damn. <laughs> I get laughed at for almost Because at the rate that he puts out his books, he'll have a new one out in like a week or two. <laughs> I mean, probably. <laughs> the, the man can write, you know. But, you know, I, I've had a lot of other stuff going on. So don't spoil the ending for me. But I'm definitely, you know, we've already talked about it before on the show, but I'm really recommending it because I'm almost finished with it and I really it's have enjoyed it. Very the book. good book. Definitely is. So. Oh, also, and also shouts to him again because he recently interviewed Sonia Manzano, who was Maria from Sesame Street. Oh, wow. Yeah, so that's big, big deal. And he was talking to her about her because she's an author as well. So they were, he was talking to her about that and her life and all that. So I'm glad you did that now because I'm going to put a Sesame Street mix on the show this week. Yay! 
Dang. Oh, and, and he's trying to take all our jobs. I don't know about that last part of that, Daniel. Doing the interviews. Stick to writing, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, he might be joining us. Speaking of that, Daniel might be joining us for the Black Girl Nerds versus Fam Bros live event. The third of our live events. October 6th. Yep. At the Benzaquin Hall in the Domena Center. That's right. Black Girl Nerds versus Fam Bros. The three of us versus, uh, you know, maybe Ty too. Eh, no, we'll see. Versus okay. the Black Girl Nerds <laughs> themselves. Know. Fam Bros versus Black Girl Nerds. The two biggest podcasts in the urban geek world Pretty coming much. together. This is Clash of the Titans level event right here. <laughs> Yes, I'm so excited. I hope so. <laughs> Make sure y'all get your tickets, man. Fanbros.com is there. That's right. Go get your tickets right now. Also, we are going to be at the GTFO movie screening on August 27th, and we will be at Mashlist HQ to do our little live stream chat to talk about the movie. Yep, most definitely. Big shout-outs to the Beth. It's going down with Mashable. We we definitely have to get Mashable and the Beth involved with our Fanbros events some way, somehow. That's all I'm saying. It's got to happen. I, I I would appreciate it. Word up. And when you're done on fanbros.com, head over to djbenamin.com and check out my new mix, Solution Live. That joins like 80 minutes. So, you know, after you're done listening to the show, you can Where's go it jam on? that. It's on djbenamin.com. Also your, on Mixcloud. Your mixes are very good, actually. Oh, uh, you're not on SoundCloud anymore? Nah, nah, man. SoundCloud, SoundCloud be tripping. Is tripping on music these days. Well. So yeah, that's uh, go to Mixcloud.com. Mixcloud.com. Search for DJ Sponsorship Money Mixcloud.com. Yeah, because they are getting it right <laughs> we'll now. We'll give you a shout out on the show, Mixcloud.com. And uh, speaking of music, you know, we do have one last thing that we got to shout out. You know, this is kind of sad, but, yeah. you know, as always, we're celebrating life here. But today is an anniversary. Yes, the 14th anniversary of Aaliyah's death, actually. Rest in peace and rest in power, baby girl. Most definitely. What's your favorite Aaliyah song? Favorite? Come on. Are you that somebody? All right, Ty. I refuse. No, wow. Chico? Oh, something from Queen of the Damned. <laughs> Why are you here? Fan Bros! 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 Fan B